1: Well, hello, friends. We are so excited to be back with you
2: on another episode of Homeschool Your Way. We are your hosts, Jimena and Didi, also known as the Chips and Salsa Ladies from Chips and Salsa Homeschooling.
1: We're so excited to be back here for season two.
2: Yes,
1: so good. We hope that you enjoyed all the great podcasts that Bookshark put out for you. I really enjoyed them.
2: Well, today we're gonna to be talking about pros and cons of homeschooling and if you're wondering whether you should homeschool again next year. Hopefully, this episode will guide you in your decision. Well, before we do that though, you know what
1: time it is, Didi? It's time for the hack of the week. Well, last season we had a self-care tip of the week because we truly believe that self-care is key to a healthy lifestyle and a good homeschool journey. And we'll still be sharing self-care tips because we think they're hacks in a way. But we love learning from other parents so much that we wanted to broaden our topic a little bit. So without further
2: ado, the hack of the week. Heather Lewis, a mom of six, shared with us, we use Alexa as the kid's chore chart they log their chores with alexa every day and every week they get a chore score the chore score winner each week wins a special prize what i know i didn't even know alexa could do that i I don't even know what to say
1: right now i I love this hack so much but i have google home too bad for you Why am I always left out with technology?
2: I, I don't know, Jimena.
1: Bad choices. I'm the Android user. I'm the Google user. Anyway. Well, do you have a hack that you want to share with us? If you do, go to bookshark.com slash podcast and let us know. We want to feature it here and we want to learn from you and we want other parents to learn from you. So get on there and share a hack with us.
2: All right. Well, let's get into our topic for today. Should you homeschool next year?
1: Ooh, the question.
2: (sighs) That's a hard question. (gasps) So hard. Why are you crying? Because I'm not going to homeschool my son next year. I know. I'm pretty sad about that. Yeah. Well, here is
1: the deal. I have to confess that it's not until recently, until my daughter was in high school, that I really, truly started... Evaluating whether I wanted to homeschool or not, or whether it was the right decision for them
2: because. It was just working so well that I didn't want to stop. So I was like, okay, I don't need to evaluate. So for our oldest son, we sent him to an online public school. And that way, at the school campus, he can get involved in sports and other activities, which he only ended up doing sports, but he's pretty passionate about basketball right now. My second son, the decision was pretty easy. He wrote a paper. Like, he really... Wanted to be with other students. He wants the traditional school experience. And after much deliberation, we decided to send them both to private school this year. So now my third son is graduating eighth grade, and it was so, it's been so hard yeah. to decide if he should go with his brothers to the private school or stay home. And we finally decided he's going to go with his brothers. <sighs> it's hard to, to face these
1: changes. It really is. Because we, you give your whole life to homeschooling and then, you know. But it, it sometimes it's necessary. And so I applaud you for being brave enough to take that, to make that decision. Because it's just as hard as making the decision to homeschool, I feel.
2: Me too. Because... I started off this journey believing I would homeschool them through high school. But I did. I wanted to be honest with myself and evaluate every year. And like you, I don't think I really evaluated every year because, yeah, it was great. Yeah. But high school is different. They are turning into young men. They need, you know, different things.
1: Well, let's be honest. Homeschooling is hard. So when you have to make a decision whether you're going to homeschool or not— You have to understand that it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard journey no matter what.
2: Yeah. But homeschooling is so amazing. And I really do see in my older sons, they have a good foundation. They were homeschooled from kindergarten to eighth grade. They read their books all the way through. They are polite and hard workers. And so I feel like homeschooling was the best thing for them. Up until now. So I'm so grateful that we homeschooled. Yeah, you raised them basically
1: through homeschooling.
2: So, yeah, even though it's
1: hard, it's extremely rewarding and it does lay a great foundation. That's been our experience. It's important to be honest with the benefits of homeschooling, which there are many, but it's also important to be honest with the challenges. And right now, you know, if you decided to homeschool because of the pandemic, Some of your challenges might be, well, I work full time, Mm. you know, and that's a huge challenge to consider because is it going to work again next year? Right. As activities start opening up too, because it's like, well, now I have to take them to soccer or now I have to take them, you know, to other classes. And that gets a little bit more complicated.
2: Yeah. But you know, there are so many amazing parents who work full time and homeschool, so it can be done.
1: Yeah. I just think it's amazing. And I think, again, it has to do with just how important it is to you.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, it really takes, I would say, two to three years to really see if homeschool is right for you. Yeah. Because those are so hard. The first year or two is so hard, not only because you get pushback from the kids, but you have to reorient your brain to what school looks like. Oh, yeah.
1: It's like that detox period that we always talk about. And you're barely getting to know yourself and the discipline that you can have at home with homeschooling and what works for your kids and what doesn't work and what kind of schedule. And all of that takes time. And so we always tell parents, if you're really going to give homeschooling a fair chance, you have to give it more than a year. And you kind of have to give it more than a year. That's not a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because that's very different too. And we'll do another episode all about that, how you know homeschooling in a pandemic has been very different for all of us. So it's not necessarily a good example of what homeschooling could be like.
2: Yeah. Also, we always stress on our YouTube channel and different shows that we've done how important our why is. Why did we start homeschooling? Because that is going to help us continue on the journey when times get hard.
1: Yeah, so you're not going to have to rely so much on your experience or the benefits of homeschooling or the challenges of homeschooling, but more your reason for homeschooling. And that is going to be your foundation and kind of your anchor during these hard times. So it really is important to evaluate this before you decide to homeschool Why do I want to homeschool?
2: Yeah. And it can be as simple as, I want to spend quality time with my kids every day. Mm -hmm. And that is a good enough reason to keep your kids home, homeschool them, and continue to raise them, like you said, uh, through their elementary and middle school years and maybe even high school years.
1: Yeah, I fully agree with that. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the pros and cons of homeschooling. So don't go away.
2: Jimena, did you hear about the special offer for Bookshark? Yes, I'm so excited. It's happening all of May and June 2021. When you buy any all-subject package or a reading with history package, you'll get two free add-ons. First,
1: you'll get a free bootcamp membership. This is a private group designed especially for parents new to homeschooling or new to Bookshark. Basically, it's an eight week series of onboarding sessions that help you get started, but it's done in a community environment with other moms just like you. And you guys know how we feel about community, it's super important.
2: And for your second freebie, while supplies last, you'll get their new memory book. 2020 and 2021 have been unusual years, to say the least, so there's never been a better time to create a record of your school year. This memory book from Bookshark gives you structure to make a sort of scrapbook or time capsule you'll cherish for years. Go to bookshark.com
1: offer to get all the details and take advantage of this offer. It expires June 30th, 2021. And if you're listening to this podcast after June 30th, still check it out. There could be a new offer by then. That's bookshark.com offer.
2: Welcome back to the show. Today, we're discussing the pros and cons of homeschooling And if you're still trying to decide whether you'll continue homeschooling or not, hopefully this episode will help you.
1: Yes, and we just want to take a moment to thank all of our listeners. We know there are so many podcasts that you can listen to, and we're really honored that you choose us. So if you like this podcast, if it's helped you or inspired you in any way, would you consider writing a review for us? That would really be great. And if you feel like this podcast
2: can help other parents, share it with them. Now it's time for our weekly reflection. This is also a new segment. Previously, we were sharing what we were reading. In this season, we want to share a reflection. Now this might be an aha moment or a lesson learned or a great inspirational quote. We're gonna start this one off, but we really wanna hear from you. Visit us at bookshark.com podcast.
1: All right, so I'll start us off with a quote. So I heard this quote. Last week, and it really hit me, Dee, Dee, We're so worried about leaving a better planet for our kids. How about we leave better kids for the planet?
2: Ooh. Isn't that great? I like that.
1: Oh, oh. it's so deep on so many levels. I just want to, like, put that on my wall in my homeschool room. Nice. It is really good. <laughs> well, I mean, we want to take care of our planet, obviously. But there's no use having a great planet if our
2: kids are all rotten. Exactly. Well, that's why I love homeschooling, because we get to train up and mentor our kids every single day. Yes. Okay, so let's get back to our topic. We're talking about if we should homeschool again next year. And in the first segment, we brought out a lot of important points. And now we're going to go over some pros and cons of homeschooling. All right, so why don't you tell us the first con? Con number one. It takes a lot of effort and intentionality. Uh, (laughs) It's so hard.
1: I know. Well, you are now responsible for your child's academics, and that can feel really overwhelming and scary at times.
2: Absolutely. And I know when you're first homeschooling, like the idea that, how am I going to teach my kids to read? Like at some point i'm not going to know the math like yeah you know there's so many unknowns at some point like at my point right now <laughs> geometry, <laughs> geometry.
1: <laughs> yeah well it's it's that's why it's so important to have community right because community helps you, like I know you can, you've helped my daughter with math, and I know other moms have offered as well. I've used my nephew, I've used, you know, people that I know can help, and it's really important to have community around you, also to help you kind of calm down, because sometimes you're like, no, but, you know, is she going to be okay? No, she's going to be fine, you know, yeah. and you have that kind of uh, just constant reassurance that can only come from other people, because we can drive ourselves crazy with our own thoughts.
2: Totally. Well, and also consider a box curriculum because that kind of takes a lot of the guesswork out. Yeah. Professionals have put together wonderful curriculum like Bookshark. And, you know, Bookshark has so much to offer in the way of community with blogs, with this podcast, with videos. Yeah. It's a really great community.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: And that also helps with the planning. as planning takes time. Yeah, Well, that's why we always
1: say you need to plan to plan, which I've been terrible at lately. And you know what? I don't remember anything.
2: (laughs) Well, that's what happens when you don't plan, right?
1: It's been the worst because we were, you know, spring break and I've been traveling a lot. And so my brain is everywhere. And I haven't done my planning day, which helps so much. So if you haven't heard our other uh, podcasts and suggestions, we always say that it's important to take a block of time to actually plan because otherwise you know it your scatterbrained and it doesn't happen.
2: And then you have to plan the big picture, right? And then you break it down to the planning the little goals.
1: Yeah, agreed. But that takes time, so you got to make time. Also, working with kids takes time because you have you're assessing and you know, it's a lot of effort to be yes. seeing how they're doing and all that stuff.
2: But it also takes time to figure out what schedule is going to work for you. And even then, it's bound to change. You're always revamping something yeah. in homeschooling. Yeah, we always suggest a block schedule, but that might not work for you.
1: So a block schedule, you can, you know, separate your time in blocks and it helps you stay organized. But again, that might not work for everybody. But again,
2: community, it's going to help you. And support with assessing, too. Yeah. Like, I love our co-op, you know, little group. We'll share each other's kids' work, poems or essays and things to read. And that feedback is really great.
1: Yeah. And sometimes we'll have, like, you grade my kids' essays. And it's great for the kids to get um, assessment from other people other than yourself. Also, online classes, there are curriculums that give you immediate feedback as well or that have a rubric. So don't underestimate any of those. But again, it comes in community and just knowing that you're not alone.
2: Yeah. and But we have to be intentional about making the best out of our homeschool. And, you know, honestly, that can wear us out. I know. Well, that's why it's so important to set visions and goals. You know, we
1: did the beginning of the year, little retreat where we sat Um, down and really looked at what we wanted our year to look like. And so if you do that at the top of the year, that's going to help you not feel so overwhelmed the rest of the year.
2: Yeah. And then sometimes during the year, you have to take time off to reset. Yes. So important. Yeah. And you
1: have to set boundaries for yourself. It's important not to over plan and overthink. And you got to have a cutoff time at some point in the day and not keep working. Mm
2: -hmm. So self-care. I was you stole the words right out of my <laughs> mouth, and also it takes intentionality and effort. If you do have that sports enthusiast, or your child really wants to get involved in drama or some you know activity outside of the home, that's going to require you finding out where they can do that. Like it takes a lot of effort. So I know our decision to send our sons to s- private school—they have a lot of activities in mm-hmm. a school. And figuring out how to get them involved in all those different activities individually was a little overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah. No, I can see that. Okay, well, second con that I have
1: written down here is more housework. (laughs) So much housework. (laughs) I mean, this may seem petty, but when you're in your house all the time,
2: it's overwhelming. Well, I I know that a lot of people during the pandemic realize this. Yeah, we've been living it,
1: <laughs> oh, right?
2: Uh, I saw
1: a, a Instagrammer say, "No, let's be real. We have to do a before and after picture. With before is your house is clean, and after homeschooling, your house is a mess." <laughs>
2: It's so true. Well, and also the other comment was,
1: they eat so much. Right. I know. It's true. And so it can be chaotic. It can take over your home. And when you have so many kids, everything gets dirty really fast. And it can also impact your family dynamic. And we did a whole episode on this. So check that out, how homeschooling impacts the family dynamic. And it does if you're not careful. And um, so that's why it's so important to have routines and... All kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's really important to have routines help you out, right? Like the great hack we got from Heather. Yes. With the Alexa chore chart. And then having designated space for your homeschooling. Yeah, and this doesn't mean you have
1: to have a homeschool room, it's just a space where you keep everything organized, you know, with bins and baskets and things that make you not feel like, you know, you're in a war zone.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Our final con it's very time consuming. With kids all the time, you might not have time for work, right? So we talked about the working parent. Yeah. And discussions take time.
1: I don't think some parents realize how many discussions happen every day, all the time.
2: Yeah. When I first started homeschooling my kindergartner, my voice was gone. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm a singer, okay? I talk. I can sing, and I did not realize what a fatigue would happen from reading books and talking to the kids all day. Yeah, it takes endurance.
1: I agree, and and listening. I, I have a chatterbox in my house that mm. wants to talk to me about all the theories of every single movie and Marvel and everything he's researched. And yes, that I have ear fatigue a lot of times, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> So it happens, you know. But that's why, again, self-care is so important. So you set boundaries, right? You give it your all while you're homeschooling. You're there for your kids. Mm -hmm. And then you say, mommy needs silence. And I'm going into my room and locking myself in. (laughs)
2: Okay, well, now we have to get on to our pros, because obviously we think homeschooling is amazing, (laughs) and we love homeschooling, despite the reality that it is hard and there are cons.
1: Yes, agreed. Well, first pro, flexibility. Flexibility. And quality time. You know, we already talked about spending quality time with our kids can be your only reason for homeschooling, and it's a perfect one. Because quality time can improve so many things in your family. And I've said it before. My son has said to me, Mom, one of the things I love about homeschooling is spending time with you, and that means the world to me.
2: Mm -hmm. And then, you know, although it's hard to have discussions and listen to everything that comes out of their mouths, those discussions can be priceless.
1: Oh, man. Are they ever. It's just we have talked about so many amazing things, and I'll never regret it. I'll never regret that time because that time will never come back. So I, I, I've, I'm i so happy that I've spent that time talking to my kids about deep things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to if they were gone all day.
2: Well, now that they're teenagers, we have them coming to us yeah with the things that are on their mind and in their heart and that's that is priceless i agree also flexibility
1: calls for spontaneous field trips which we you know lost during the pandemic we're going to get them back
2: yeah well we still have some spontaneity in us yeah <laughs>
1: Well, and you could be spontaneous with other things like going to the zoo or going to the park. I took my kids on a spontaneous movie trip over the weekend.
2: That's awesome! Yeah. They were super
1: happy about that. And then also, you can take off days when you need to.
2: Yes. Nothing days are like mental health days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Our next pro is quality education. You have the freedom of choice when you are the teacher.
1: And you know, this is a huge pro for me because my daughter previously had an IEP when she was in um, traditional school. It just was not working for her. And I'm sorry, but my daughter writes amazing essays and is just rocking school. And I don't know that she would have had the opportunity to flourish and find out how amazing she is were she in traditional school because She's changing teachers all the time. And then the you know, special ed services were not great in my experience. And so, um, yeah, I just, I love that I can personalize things for her and really get the best out of her and have her feel like she's successful.
2: Yes. Well, and then we can cut out a lot of the busy work, a lot of, I mean, commute time and having our kids read amazing books. Yeah. High quality education. I agree. I mean, again, we've talked about
1: this in, in our previous episodes, um, our literature-based episodes and reading aloud episodes. Um, you know, before, my kids used to read maybe one chapter book a year in school. And now
2: they're reading so many. Yes. And even in the private school, I think they're on their third book right now. Yeah. And, you know, the homeschoolers, we've already read, like, 20. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then also, you know, we have to say this because this matters to a lot of people, but homeschoolers rank high in the SAT and ACT tests, standardized testing in general, fifteen to 30% higher than traditionally schooled kids. Wow. So it works, guys. It works. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, another pro, which is also huge for me, is character formation and you know contrary to popular belief homeschoolers don't have to be weirdos and a lot of times you know and I've heard this from friends today say oh well, yeah homeschoolers are weird and I'm like mm, excuse me no they're not because <laughs> well
2: and how many great adults have we met that are home have we homeschooled right? that are amazing
1: <laughs> so many so many great adults So true socialization comes when you can teach your kids to socialize. If you're not teaching your kids to socialize, they're not going to be socialized, whatever that means.
2: Right. Well, (laughs) they're interacting with people from all age groups, first of all. Right. And they're interacting not just in this classroom setting, but out in public and, you know, in real life. Well, and consider that in the classroom setting, it's really...
1: Survival mode, right? Mm. How do I not get bullied? <laughs> yeah. How do I not get teased? And really, at home, we're teaching them true conflict resolution, true life skills, true the true value of relationships. And that's something that can only come from you and from um, really mentoring your children
2: through it. Well, and speaking of life skills, um, when they're home, they can help you with the chores and learn how to cook and sew and... Um, do woodwork and build <laughs> things and fix things yeah. that you know you just don't have enough time in the day to get to all of those things when you're at traditional school. Yeah. And you
1: can also nurture a love of learning, which in the end, for me personally, is my goal as far as academics go. Um, I really believe that if you teach your children to love to learn, they can learn anything. This, again, only comes through character formation and really teaching them that it's not about just checking off the boxes, but it's about really feasting on all the information that we have out there.
2: hmm Well, that was a lot of stuff that we discussed. We hope that it helps you in evaluating your current situation and deciding whether homeschool is the right fit for your family. Well, we want to thank
1: you again for listening, friends. Until next time, bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Homeschool Your Way, a podcast by Bookshark. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening now so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you have questions you'd like the hosts to answer or have any feedback about the podcast, please visit bookshark.com podcast to leave your comments. Or you can simply email podcast at bookshark.com.